0: Coach Corey Wayne and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be the freedom of self-love. I've got two emails I'm going to go through with you today. The first one is from a woman who has basically been waiting around for the last seven years for her toxic ex-husband to come back. And after finding my work, she's basically at the point where she's taking her power back, telling la vista, baby. And moving on with their life and the second one is an email that's a success story from a guy who's in sweden and he shares how my work has helped him to learn to love himself instead of looking for self-validation either in sex or in a relationship with a woman he details how much happier he is and all the great things that are happening in his life so i have a quote that i wrote and then we're going to go through the first email So the quote says, one of the smartest decisions you can make in life is to learn to love and accept yourself as you are and where you are and to no longer look to or expect that someone or something outside of yourself will make you happy. When you make your happiness dependent upon the actions of others matching your unreasonable expectations or upon your life circumstances being a certain way, You set yourself up for unnecessary suffering and disappointment. The superior approach is to love as your gift to others instead of loving and expecting something in return. Love is about giving. You should also focus on creating a life and lifestyle that is emotionally compelling which gives meaning to your life and existence. When you love your life, yourself and you give others the freedom to love or leave you then you create the space and freedom for the right people to show up and stay because they want to, not because you need them to. So let's go through the first email. This one's from a woman. She says, hey, Corey, come on, man. I love that line. It's a hoot. Well, I'm glad you're entertained. I'm a 48-year-old woman, and I have one child who's 13 years old. I'm not in touch with my feminine side and you're helping me with this. My husband left me seven years ago and I hoped he would change and come back. He invited me to LA to spend Christmas which is my birthday and New Year's with him and his family. He and his soulmate, both cheaters and liars, well obviously right there. That's, that's not somebody that if you're into traditional marriage and you want to get marriage, Somebody who has a history of cheating and lying, you're just not going to be able to have a healthy monogamous relationship with someone like that, especially if he's already cheated on you. Because people that cheat tend to have lower self-esteem, they tend to be selfish, they tend to be narcissistic, and loyalty, it doesn't mean shit to them. And when the shit hits the fan or things aren't going well, instead of fixing or working on their relationship through communicating like an adult… They start looking to seek validation or they seek to meet the needs that aren't being met by finding somebody outside of the relationship. So it's very important if you're looking to be in a traditional type of marriage that you date – only date people that have a history of being loyal, faithful and monogamous. If you start dating somebody and you're two, three weeks in and you're starting to go into la-la land and you find out they've cheated on just about everybody they've ever been with – Well, like Gerald Salente of the Trends Research Institute says, current events form future trends because what you got to realize about people who cheat and lie, deep down they assume everybody is like that and everybody doesn't. That's their model of the world. That's their belief system and therefore that's one of the reasons why they don't feel bad about it. It's just who they are. So you have to make sure that your goals and especially your values are aligned she goes on they're both cheaters and liars and seem to have a lot of problems and they broke up I went to LA but he was miserable and unhappy not loving and when he asked me to come and had talked about getting married prior to me going so it's like seven years ago he left you you got divorced, and you've been hoping this guy's gonna come back when he's a liar and cheater, and you haven't even spent any time together dating, and he's talking about getting remarried. Marriage is a really serious thing, and for those of you that think marriage is the be all end all because somebody told you that that's what you should aspire to, Talk to some friends of yours that have been through a divorce. It's not fucking pleasant and it's one of the reasons why I haven't gotten remarried. I'm a serial monogamist and when I, the way I look at marriage, it's really a a legal agreement. You can have great relationships without being married and the nice thing about not being married is when a relationship ends or if it runs its course, it's a hell of a lot easier to end it and both go your separate ways instead of giving half of your fucking net worth to lawyers and attorneys and taking two or three years to get out of it and it being a miserable fucking experience. And besides, when you look at the stats, 60% of them end in divorce anyways and if you look at the new generation of people that are up and coming, people are getting married later and later in life. And the majority of people are just foregoing marriage altogether because if you think about it, these days a woman doesn't need a man for anything. She can completely have a great kick-ass career, make great money, have a great house, great cars and not need a dude for anything and she can find a guy that she can share her completeness with. There's just really no reason for it unless you're really religious or you believe in traditional values. So if you're one of those people that's contemplating traditional marriage. You got to ask yourself, why is it that you want it and is that your idea to get married or is this what society or someone told you that you needed to do? Because the reason I got married in my 20s is because everybody told me that's what I had to do to be happy and I went and did that because pretty much everybody that I knew at the time, everybody was getting married. It was just like the thing to do and obviously if you've read my book, you know that it was a mistake and I should have never done it in the first place. And will I ever get married again? It's not my goal. It's not my outcome. My goal is to have great relationships for as long as they last. And if a relationship runs its course or our goals and values are no longer aligned or maybe we're going in different directions, then it's a lot easier to move on. It's like the way I look at love and freedom because true love is freedom. It's like what Thich Nhat Hanh said. You must love in such a way that the person you love feels free. And what better – because I mean it's a lot harder for somebody to leave when you're legally bound together. But if you're not, then that person can come and go at any point in time and if they choose to stay, they're choosing because they really want to be there, not because they feel like they're obligated or they're stuck in it. But that's just my – that's the personal choice I've made for my own life, just offering that out there because that's the way I look at things. I don't – it's not necessary to be married in order to have a great relationship and when you look at the stats and what most people are doing these days, fewer and fewer people are going for the little fairy tale fantasy where you walk down the aisle and you have the traditional marriage. But I know it's important for a lot of people and that's great. If that's what you want, then wonderful. But just make sure if you're choosing to get married, you're doing it because it's something you want to do, not because somebody told you that you needed to do that or a religion says you need to do that or your friends, family or peer group says that's what you need to do. That's my two cents on that. For two months, he courted me, called me every three days to talk to me and besides, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? He courted me, called me every three days to talk to me and check on me. was sweet, nice, kind and very excited that I was coming. Then he got very unhappy and I was just happy-go-lucky. My heart was open and receptive. Well, the idea is for a relationship is that you want two people to come together to share their completeness. It's not about completing one another. And What you'll see in the second email is the guy was looking for validation either through sex or having a woman in his life as a reason to be happy. And after he had enough sex and he had enough women in his life, I think he said he slept with like 50 different women. He's like, it didn't make him happy. And when he started focusing on himself and making himself happy and focusing on his mission and purpose, everything fell into place. I came back brokenhearted again and then I found you. He did not make me feel loved, safe, comfortable, or even wanted. I'm learning from you, and it really changes your whole perspective on life. He would have kept me right there forever, and I would have stayed, but no more. No way. Well, good for you. Because it's not so much that you loved this guy and wanted another chance with him. What you really wanted was the fantasy of who you thought he was or who he could be. And when emotions are involved, remember, we buy based upon emotion. And we use logic and reason to justify our purchase or our decisions. And that's why it's so important if you're thinking about getting married, make sure you've gone through the honeymoon period. Make sure you've been together for two or three years. The infatuation is worn off because remember, people can hide who they really are for the first 90 days. La La Land doesn't last forever. On the 7th of January, I called him and said, do you want to try? And he said, I don't know. When somebody says, I don't know, if you're talking to somebody about anything in life and you ask them something, they go, I don't know. That's a total bullshit statement. They know, but they just don't want to say. And a great way to respond to that is when somebody says, I don't know. Then you go, the best response is, well, if you had to guess, what would it be? And then shut your mouth and wait for their response. I told him that that is a no because if you loved me, you would know. Absolutely. There's no certainty there and plus he's an unhappy person. He really sounds like he needs to work on himself anyway and there's a lot of people because I I talk to a lot of clients that are having problems is they get in relationships with people that got all kinds of problems and they think I'm going to be the knight in shining armor or a woman does the same thing. I'm going to save him. I'm going to fix him. That's the worst thing you can do 99.9% of the time when you go into a relationship looking to fix somebody or solve their problems or save them or take them away from their shitty life. It's not going to work out. What you want is somebody to share your completeness with and if you don't feel complete, you need to focus on yourself and your life and taking care of you and getting to a place where you love being single and you enjoy being single and you would love to have somebody but you're totally cool with being alone and if it happens it happens when it happens it happens it's letting go of an attachment to way you think things need to be because when we want as human beings when we want reality to be other than it is we're going to suffer because we're not living in the present moment I told him I don't love you I don't want to marry you I'm not an option for you and to stop contacting me I gave you my time and you threw it away. Never spend your time with somebody who's on the fence about you. What you want to do is you want to be with people who would jump fences to be with you. And that also includes your friendships, that includes your clients, that includes the people that you work for. And if they don't appreciate and value you, you got to have the inner strength and testicle fortitude if you will, like Dick Marcinko, the founder of Seal Team Six, always says, to say fuck this. I deserve better. I love myself and this is not acceptable. What you're offering me, instead of, you, instead of offering me a, a great nice T-bone steak, you're offering me a big shit burger sandwich. You're expecting me to polish a turd. No fucking thank you. It's been three weeks and I am listening to you all the time. I feel like I am free. True love is freedom. I have been holding on so long and I'm not sure what to do. So I am just trying to go with it, holding that burden for so long and finally putting it down. Words cannot express. It's because the story that locked you in for the past seven years, it's like you've totally moved past it. You've totally let it go and you've seen him for the bullshit artist that he is and the fact that he's just not – he's not a happy dude and it's not your job to make him happy and it's not your job to fix him. And Besides, if it didn't work the first time around, 99.9% of the time it ain't going to work the second time around. That's just reality. But for those of you that want to get your ex back and you're the one that got dumped, at least once you get the person back by applying the things I talk about in Seven Principles Getting Get an Ex Back and you get that experience the second time around or maybe the fifth time around, whatever it happens to be. You can be the one to end the relationship and then have a sense of inner peace about it that at least you got to know. You made the decision that you didn't want to stay in it. It was so hard to stop thinking about him and and to start thinking about what he did. I let him control me. It is a mindset. Well, no one will ever do or say anything to you that you don't invite them to do. I was so worried that I did something wrong again then I thought fuck off jackass. You should have been kissing my ass. You are not good enough for me. This is me walking away ass. You are fabulous just the way you are. Well, good for you. Good for you for the fact that seven years you're finally free of this and now you have a clean slate. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You can create whatever kind of a relationship that you want. When you apply the things that I teach, I can help you attract the kind of person you want, I can help you cause them to fall in love with you, and I can teach you how to have a great relationship with them. But I can't cause you to stay in love with that person and want to stay with them their whole lives. That's something that's between you and the creator and what's in your heart. Nobody can decide that for you. You have to decide what's important to you And make your own mind up make your own decisions dear coach I know I need to read the book more and I will I have read it one time and will continue to read it I have been an awkward charming musician for years I used to read about pickup and found much success the problem is I could get laid but never had the relationships I wanted I would meet a girl and throw myself into a relationship. Well, that's what you see a lot of in the pickup and seduction community. These guys are always on to the next girl, always on to the next girl and the overwhelming majority of them really are looking for validation by hooking up with women. In other words, if they're not hooking up with women continuously, they don't feel like a man. And That's why those guys, they never have, they don't have girlfriends. They don't have relationships. They're just hooking up and moving on. It's just all about hit and run. And there's some guys that just like that, and I, I've gone through periods in my life when I was younger where I did that. At the end of the day, for me personally, it just felt like glorified masturbation. If I didn't feel something for someone, and if I did if I wasn't in love with her soul instead of just loving her body, it just was an empty feeling. I mean, think about it. Think about your friends. Why do you hang out with your friends, your closest friends? Because you like hanging out with them. You like being with them. And when it comes to your intimate relationships, because sex is such a small part, you should only be hanging out with people that you love hanging out with and having fun with because if you're not having fun with them, it's like, what the fuck are you doing it? There's no point. Life is way too short. I'm sure this has a lot to do with my parents' divorce and living with a bipolar mother. One day I decided enough was enough. I decided to train for a marathon and move to another country. So what you notice here is like he got to a point. It's like basically he hit rock bottom. He hit the wall metaphorically. He got to a place in his life. He's like, I'm not happy. I need to make a change. I need to do something different than what I'm doing. Because until so, – because I know many of you have friends or family members. You're like, hey, you need to get this guy Corey Wayne's book. it it really help you? And then a month later like, yeah, I got to get around to doing that. Oh, yeah, I should look into that. Hey, he's got some good things to say. I, I read a couple pages. It's like until somebody is ready, until they get to the point where they're in pain and they realize – because people will not change their belief system until it no longer works for them, until they realize the way they're looking at the world is not valid and it's not working and it's not making them happy. And When that happens, that's when they go to the internet. That's when they go to YouTube and they find someone like me. They're looking for a change. They're looking for new knowledge. And it's like when you hit the idea, you know, hit the wall, so to speak, whether it's in business or in life. It's like all you really need or lacking is an idea, something different, a different approach, different mindset, and that's what my book can offer you. I moved to Sweden, and within a week, I was dating a ten. It failed, and I felt like shit. I continued the pattern again a few years later. After feeling lost, I found your work. I realized that I really did not love myself and would stop doing what I loved when I met a girl. So this is what happens. This is the danger what happens when you seek validation either in another person being in a relationship with you or hooking up thinking that, oh wow, this is going to make me happy. It will make you happy for a period of time but once you come to the realization that you're still not happy no matter how spectacular the woman is. That's the kind of thing that really makes you ponder and take stock of your life. After this last relationship, I threw myself into my music and playing shows. He focused on his mission and his purpose in life because think about it. You're going to be the most attractive whether you're a man or a woman if you're loving your life and you're taking care of yourself and you're happy. If you're a happy person, you're going to be more inclined to make healthier choices. And the people that you hang out with and the food that you eat, the exercise that you do, the happier you are, the more you're going to want to take care of your body because the more you work out and you exercise and you eat healthy, the more alkaline vi- diet, you juice vegetables and some things I talk about on my website under the optimum health category, you're going to feel better and it's like a snowball. The more you do things that make you feel better. You'll start to look better in time as well. The more you work out, the better in shape you're going to be, the happier you're going to be, the more members of the opposite sex are going to notice you. I ended up working a distribution deal with a label in Sweden. This is not a plug. I've just been – I've just have my dreams coming true. Well, this is what happens when you – because what you focus on expands in life. So he focused on what he loved and what he had a passion for and look what happens. He got noticed, just like what Maya Angelou said. Do not focus on making money, but focus on doing something you love and become so good at it that the world can't take their eyes off of you. And that's what happened. He's got a record label. These are just little things that make you even happier, even more confident. They give you even more of a sense of certainty. And as a man, the more certain you are of yourself and your life and your ability to get the things you want, The more women are going to find you attractive because it's really not about what you do or what you say with women. It's really about how you feel about yourself. The reason I have not read it 15 times is I've been going after this, working a full-time job and working in studios. So that's your excuse. That's the story that you tell yourself about, why. oh, I'm just too busy to read your book 10 to 15 times. Well, what happens, dude, when you're kicking ass and you're taking names and the most beautiful creature you've ever seen in your entire life, you meet her. And not only on top of that is she the hottest thing on the planet, but you fucking love hanging out with her. If you haven't read the book, you will fuck that up, dude. I promise you. I've done enough emails from guys and girls over the years that didn't learn it and they fuck things up and they're hurting like hell unnecessarily. You've got to get prepared. You can't fucking make excuses like, oh, I'm too busy. I got this to do. I got that to do. There's no shortcuts to success, dude. I stopped trying to please and stopped the negative thoughts within myself. I also stopped throwing myself into a relationship. If it is worth it, then it is worth taking it slow. Good, true statement. I've slept with over 50 women in Sweden in three years now. I don't see this as a success. I realize now that this was about trying to find validation or love. No amount of sex will make you feel good if you are just doing it to not be alone. That's another thing you see. The guys that are into that, just one chick after another, if you listen to the tone of their voice and how they talk about other people. It's like they're just – they really don't have an affection for other human beings. Everything is like transactional base. It's just constant people coming in and out of their lives and they tend to be very fucking shallow. I hated sleeping alone and I thought this would make me happy. I stopped trying to search and stopped throwing myself into relationships. I started loving myself. I used to overthink everything. I used to feel I was so weird. I would kill the charm that the girls fell in love with well that's the key the charm was you were happy you were kicking ass you were taking names and then as soon as you get into a relationship you throw all that crap out the window because you got to jump through your butt turn yourself into a human pretzel because you become solely focused on doing whatever the woman says she wants in order to please her and keep her in your life because you tied your happiness to her being in your life, instead of saying, I'm awesome and I'm great just the way I am, I'm happy, whole, and complete as I am, but it'd sure be nice to have a great woman in my life as a compliment, as the cherry on top, as the icing on the cake, if you will. I now love myself. If a girl cancels on me for a date, I move on. I no longer blame myself. I plan on, I plan on reading the book more. But I think at 28, I will focus on doing what I love and hope to be doing that when I'm 58. Again, you're making excuses about reading and learning the book. And even though – ha- this is what happens when you focus on creating a kick-ass life and you get there. That's when a really super awesome woman shows up. And if you're not prepared, you're going to fuck it up and then you're going to be kicking yourself saying, you know what? That shaved head bastard motherfucker, he said it all the time. He said in his book and I didn't fucking listen. I should have listened. I wish I had listened. Just trying to save you from a lot of unnecessary pain dude but at the end of the day you can ignore reality but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality like Ayn Rand said. This is a success because I realize the ultimate goal is doing what makes you happy. I don't need a woman to be happy. Exactly. Because nobody else can make you happy but yourself. And at the end of the day, whether something makes you happy or sad, it's a conscious choice. Life and our circumstances of our lives only take on the meanings that we give them. Always think about that. It's really what you decide something means to you. And if you can't change your circumstances or what's happening in your life, all you have control over is the meaning that you give it. Definitely something to think about. So if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page and book whatever coaching option works for you. And I will talk to you soon.